Welcome to the Fire and Earth Podcast with your hosts, Jason Mefford and Kathy Groover. Fire and Earth, giving you the keys to unlock your limitless potential. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Kathy Groover. And I'm Jason Mefford. And today, dun, 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 it's another What's on Your, on your Desk. desk. <laughs> We like to do these every so often because I th- I think it's kind of fun. Uh, you know, we we place things around us all the time, and there's usually a reason behind it. And it's one of these episodes where we just grab something off our desk, talk about why it's there, and it usually leads to some deeper conversation that we didn't even anticipate. So, Kathy. What do you got on your desk that we should talk about first? Yeah. So the first thing, I've got two things that I was going to bring up today. And the first one is sort of a transient thing on my desk. So I have this book here, this beautiful journal, right? Oh, wow. And um, I have assigned this to my couple's coaching clients. And Eric and I started doing this a couple of weeks ago. It's a joint gratitude journal. Mm. And so when we think of it, and it doesn't have to be like your turn, my turn, your turn, my turn. Anytime we think of it and we have something to say to the other person, we write in it and then we leave it on the other one's desk. So we've gone back and forth for a couple of weeks and I don't know, there's maybe a dozen messages in there, but it's just this special way to, you know, maybe he's at work or I'm out of town and we just think of the other person. And so we leave them something that we're grateful for or something that we're thinking about or um, some expression of love. And it's been this really great little surprise because you never know what is going to appear back on your desk. So that's on my desk right now. So I have a, an unread message as of this point. Okay. So, so if I get this right, so if people want to do this, because I think that's a great idea as well, right? So, so the idea is you get a journal, you get some book, some writing thing, right? And then you just kind of pass it back and forth. So you'll, you'll write in it leave it on Eric's desk. He knows when it shows up on his desk, oh, hey, Kathy has written something in it. Mm -hmm. So he can flip it open. He can actually read what it is. And I think that's great because we've talked about gratitude before, how important Mm -hmm. it is to be grateful, right? And I think, you know, anytime that you feel, so I'm guessing it kind of goes like this, right? Is that you, when you feel something, right? You just pull out the book and you write it down. You know, yeah. especially if he's not there. I mean, I'm I'm guessing if he's there, you just say, "Hey, ba 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 ba," right? But but if he's not, then it gives you an opportunity, and it's a nice thing that you can always go back to. Because um, I think we've talked about gratitude journals before, just yeah. for ourselves, right? So maybe one of those times when he doesn't put the dishes away, or I don't know, whatever he does that might annoy you. You could be like, hey, give me that book. Let me read again how grateful I am for him. Yeah. Um, and and the flip side too, right? I mean, as far as him for you as mm-hmm. well, right? So it's just a great way to express appreciation and love. And, you know, no matter how many times you say, I love you when you get off the phone or when you leave the house or, you know, you can never hear it too much. And mm-hmm. I think it's just a positive reminder of things. So if there's a day I'm feeling down, having nothing to do with him, I can still pick up that book and sort of look back at the beautiful things he said to me and the great things that I've said to him. And again, it doesn't have to be your turn, my turn. I mean, for a while we were keeping it on the kitchen table and then I, we ne- would never know when one of us wrote it. So like there was one day, like, I, I think I wrote two things in a row. It doesn't matter. It's not a competition. It is just about when you have that feeling um, or that urge to write something of expressing it. Now I have clients who use it for a different reason. 
they don't necessarily write down only good stuff. They might write down, hey, you know, I was really disappointed this morning when you left for work and I realized you hadn't done the dishes yet and now I'm stuck doing it. You know, I would love it if you could be more conscientious of that. And that way, if there's something that could be a fight, you get to write it down. And then in their time, they read it and go, oh, geez, I did that real. So it's a way to kind of diffuse for people who don't have great communication or who have very combative communication. It's a great way to handle that type of conflict. That's not why we're doing it. We actually don't have any conflict. Uh, (laughs) We don't. Um, We're doing it more as expressing of love. And then that way we have this really pretty sparkly kind of textured journal that okay, we have messages it, to each other. And I was going to ask you about that too. So, so again, I mean, people are probably watching the video, but it's, it's a very ethereal mm-hmm. cosmic kind of cover to it as well. Right. So maybe I'm sure there's probably a story behind why you were drawn to that or why it's like, Ooh, we got to have we, that. Right. We went to the bookstore ourselves. It's a local bookstore. So it's called Chaucer's, which was really fun. And they have a whole aisle of blank books, which is where, when I do mental bank, we talked about mental bank. We should do an episode on mental bank. Um, when when I do mental bank and um, journals and things like that, um, we went together and we picked this out um, because it kind of spoke to spoke to you know. I was more into the what does it look like than him, but he's like you know this is our thing, so let's pick it out. So that's what we choose. Goes. Well, I think it's good, and I think it's it's great. I mean, journals are a way to kind of express yourself. You know, if mm-hmm. you want one with kitty cats on it or whatever, right? then fine you know but but I think it's um because I know I've got different journals you know some are like leather bound and Mm -hmm. really nice ones and I use them for certain things and and so it's a way for you to just kind of you know bring your personality into it or whatever speaks to you as well because I think it's you know in, in in a way especially you know maybe for for a purpose like this or maybe for your own gratitude journal let's say you're like you're the kind of person who's like oh I'm only going to pay, you know, $2 for a spiral bound thing, right? Totally fine. Fine, Fine. totally fine, right? But what if you spent $10 on something because it was that much nicer, it Mm -hmm. it represented something else, it gives you, you know, you you feel, there's one of the journals that I have that has this really nice paper in it. So it's like, whenever I write on it, I just, I feel like I'm rich, Mm -hmm. right? Um, yeah. So if something like that speaks to you, then maybe, you know, get something a little bit nicer because it's, it's for a higher purpose. Yeah. Right. As well than, than just, you know, writing doodles in when you're talking on the phone. So. Absolutely. And I, I'm glad you said that because when I do do mental bank with people, which is sort of this journaling um, shift consciousness about money and prosperity thing, I tell people, I'm like, go get a journal that you can't wait to write in. And maybe it was like when I do mine, it tends to have like a little clasp on it that you have to like unhook. And it's got, you know, it's very <laughs> sort of like mystic and antique looking with the funny paper and, you know, and your favorite pen. If you want to write in a green pen, go find a green pen. You know, you want to make that appealing to you so that it is that outward expression of this inner stuff that you're doing. And for mental banks, and it is about prosperity and abundance, you don't want the cheapest piece of shit you can find because you're all about, at that point, bringing good things to you. So you don't want to write the shittiest journal there is. But yeah, so that's why we picked this and it's lined and it's, you know, it's, it's a big, it's a big journal, Um, but that's what we went with. So that's what is on the desk right now. Well, and that, and the, well, that kind of leads into, I wasn't going to share this, but maybe I will now that we're talking about journals and things like that. So I have, um, it's over there in the corner, but I actually have a pen case where I have lots of different pens, right? Wow. So, so the same thing is, 
you know, I could I could go down to the store and buy a one dollar ballpoint pen, right? And a lot of people do. There you go. Kathy's got one right there, right? But quite a while ago, I decided, you know what, why should I do that, right? I like to write. I'm always taking notes. I mean, I've got my journals in front of me. I've got mm -hmm. a box in the garage full of old ones, you know, for things that I kind of document, conversations I've had, work mm -hmm. that I do, things like that. And I decided, you know, why should I just use a $1 Bic pen, you know, and again, mm -hmm. nothing wrong with that. Sure. But I thought, what if I treat myself a little bit nicer? And so I have a whole box full of, there's probably 10 of them wow. in there of different pens. So this one happens to be a Waterman. Um, I like the Waterman pens. Mm -hmm. They're a little bit more expensive, uh, but they're not tremendously expensive, right? They're, you know, 75 to $150 kind of range per pen, mm -hmm. probably. Uh, but but they're actually a pen that I can put the uh, the refill insert in that I yeah. really like, which is a gel. And so I've got a bunch of Waterman and also Acme is another um, hmm. brand that I like. They they do kind of, uh, oh, actually, let me just grab one. Yeah. Like if I get all the way over here. <laughs> <clears throat> so um this one is is one of the acme pins so oh, it's wow. it's very uh uh what do you call it artistic mm -hmm. this one is actually um in the same the same refill fits in these as well and so but this one is actually inspired by the artist gaudi the architect gaudi yes. the spanish guy Mm -hmm. I've been and to his buildings. They're in spectacular in Barcelona. Yeah, so have I in Barcelona. Barcelona. So this, you know, when I write with this pen, obviously it reminds me of being in Barcelona and seeing the Gaudi houses. Uh, but it's also, you know, again, it's a, it's a substantial, you know, metal pen, mm -hmm. uh, and so I feel different when I'm actually writing with these yes. as well, right? So, so it's a little thing. Right. Mm -hmm. but, but to make myself feel more abundant, more whatever you want to call the word. Um, and then what I do is I kind of color code in my journals. So mm -hmm. I've got I've got different colors. So in each of the pens, there is a different color ink. Oh, I love that. So typically I just use one color a day. And so that way, too, when I'm going back into my notebooks, brilliant, I can see very quickly where the days change right mm -hmm. as well and I like color so in general you know it makes me happy uh to see the colors and to write in colors as well right mm -hmm. so so I do have I do have the boring black this one's black um has black ink in it and I've got a couple that have blue because obviously, you know, for some things, you know, government forms yeah, and, and things like that, you know, you can't be writing in pink if you're writing yeah. a check. <laughs> they front on that. <laughs> they front well, and the scanners can't read them and things right. like that. But, um, but yeah, so I rotate through. And so each day, part of my morning ritual when I come into the office is I open up my pen case and wow. I grab the next pen in order. And so wow. I've got, you know, purple and red and pink and green and brown and like a teal color and Ooh. all all different kinds of uh, uh, colors as well. So that's something that's, that's on my desk. Really cool. And you know what? We all do have a pen that we like, right? There's a certain kind mm -hmm. of pen. I do not like the rollerball pens. 
I do not like felt tip pens. I do not like pencils. I do not. And the only reason I have a whole box of pens that sit there that I've gotten from various things. And this is happened to be the one I grabbed this morning. It was from a hotel in Vegas mm. and from a, a Riviera, which no longer exists. So this is an antique now. Um, but actually the Magic Castle has these, um, these awesome pens that I like. Because if they're too fine, I don't like writing with them. So I like sort of like the medium point pens. Um, and I used to have green pens that I loved and they don't make them anymore. So that's kind of a bummer. But that's so fascinating. See, we've learned, we're learning. I had no idea you were into pens and like had a pen mm -hmm. case. And that's really cool. Oh, yeah, but no, I do. And actually, it's funny because one of my sisters actually likes pens too, but she'll never, she, she won't buy them for herself. And so every so often, I'll just buy a pen and send it to her. Oh. right and and again i mean it's 50 bucks 100 bucks whatever it is yeah. whatever it is but you know that's that's a great gift for her that's cool because it's something i know she loves but that she wouldn't pay the money on for yeah. herself right? that's so cool so you get to pass that forward that's awesome that's mm -hmm. great so yeah so we've got the journal and the pen okay so one more thing that's on my desk okay i have to stand up for this hold on oh <clears throat> It's on the shelf next to my desk, but it's that's close enough. Um, so this little guy mm. is a little leprechaun. And when I was a kid, my grandmother was my favorite person, my mom's mom. And unfortunately, she died when I was like eight. So, of course, right? Favorite grandparent is the one that goes first. And she was my biggest fan. And like I would do ballet for her before I even knew how to do ballet. And we, I would have sleepovers there and we would play fruit bowl hockey where we'd pull the plastic orange out and we'd each get a banana and we'd sit at the desk, we'd play poker and we just, we had so much fun. And so when she died- You know it's a great grandma if she'll play poker with you. <laughs> and we used to like, I swear she was training me to be psychic because she had these coasters that had different colored felt on them and she would turn them all over and try to make me guess which color. So uh -huh. she was very subconsciously training me to have ESP or maybe not subconsciously. I don't know. But anyway, so after she died, me being, as my mother would say, a neb shit, which if you're from Pittsburgh, you know what that is. It's nosy and, you know, nebby and getting into stuff. Um, my grandfather was not the nicest person. And so they had this, this big old clapboard house. It wasn't Victorian, but it was kind of Victorian. And I started to realize as I got older that if I wanted anything from my grandmother that was still in the house, I was just going to have to take it because I was a kid and, you know, who was going to give me stuff, right? So when my grandfather was impending to go into a nursing home, I recognized if there's something I want, I got to get it. So I went through the house and I took two of her leprechauns. And mm -hmm. I'm really glad I did because by the time my grandfather passed away, I had already moved to California and they just got rid of the house. Like they just got rid of everything in it without asking if there was anything I wanted. So this is one of the few things I have from my grandmother. Um, I have two of them. One's at my office and one is here. And she just, she was a very superstitious woman. And she thought that leprechauns, we had not Irish at all, we're her side, hundred percent German, but she felt that these little leprechauns protected her. And so she had little leprechauns scattered around the house. Um, I talked about to my uncle about it recently because I saw him and he's like, I don't remember that. I do because I was the one walking around looking at all the crap, right? So yeah. this was my grandmother's. I don't know where it came from. I don't know anything about it other than it sat on the windowsill in her kitchen and it is now mine and it sits in my office. Mm. Providing you protection and mm -hmm. reminding you of your grandmother. Yeah. And that playfulness, that playful kidness that I had with her. She was, she was probably one of the few people in the world that loved me purely unconditionally. She just was love. 
which is how often do you get that, right? Parents, they do their best with the tools they have, but there's a there's a condition to it sometimes, right? They want you to do good in school and they why aren't you like your brother and why? Da, 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 da. So it's a great reminder of my grandmother. And we recently just reorganized the house and I moved this to a different spot where I can see it a little clearer. So yeah, I have my little leprechaun that that sits and watches over me. Well, I think that's fun. I mean, I, you know, I have different things around the house for that reason, right? Is to kind of, when I see it, it reminds me of something. And so every time you see that, it reminds you of your grandmother. Plus it's it's something that you can kind of carry forward from mm -hmm. her, yep. if you will, as well, right? So great reminder. So, you know, mm -hmm. maybe there's things adorable. people people that are listening, you know, can have around their house, the same sort of thing, right? Mm -hmm. hmm. Absolutely. All right, what's your next one, Jason? All right, my next one is this. It is a piece of wood in the shape of a nose with a mustache. So I was I was in, uh, uh, I think it was Pier 1 or World Market or something mm -hmm. like that. Anyway, that has kind of like some, some different little things on it. And it's like, huh, well, that's kind of interesting, Jason. It's a piece of wood, right? What is that for? Right, because you're you're probably sitting there. If you're looking at this and you're like, "What do you do with that?" You just set it on your desk. Yeah, you set it on your desk for this reason. Watch, if I take off my glasses, oh god, you can put your glasses down on the desk, or I can put them on the, <laughs> on the nose on my desk. Right, so it's kind of a silly thing. Oh my god, uh, that's so hilarious! <laughs> I saw that like little thing in the a little wedge in the, in the back. back. I was like, yeah. is that for a book is that for a photo is that I didn't no it's it's for, it's for putting your glasses on so again it's one of those things you know I'm, a lot of times I still just take my glasses off and put them put them on my on my uh on my notebook or put them on my desk you mm -hmm. know but but a lot of times I'll I'll stop and remember and just fold them up and put them on the on the nose, on the nose. <laughs> because it, it makes me smile, right? It makes me it makes me kind of laugh. It's something that's a little silly, a little mm -hmm. weird, you know. But that's that's who I am, right? I mean, I I and really, I mean, for any of this stuff, I mean, you know, that we're talking about with these kind of episodes, they bring us some kind of joy or some kind of reminder mm -hmm. and that's why we have all these little knickknacks and other stuff you know around everywhere i know a lot of people are very minimalistic mm -hmm. they don't want any anything around they want everything clean there's that's fine there's yeah. nothing wrong with that i just tend to be the kind of person who likes to have you know little statues or other mm -hmm. little things around that kind of remind me of maybe places I've been, people mm -hmm. I know, right? Like that Gaudi pin yeah. it reminds me of Barcelona, mm -hmm. right? And I love going to Barcelona. Yep. The, the nose, it, it just, it makes me laugh, right? Mm -hmm. And so, hey, you know, there you go. That's so cool. I love it. Well, and it's, so, you know, and I'm, you know, people don't get to see my house when we're doing these recordings. We can see behind you, and I'm looking at your bookshelf and the way it's arranged, and it looks not dissimilar to my bookshelf and how it's arranged. <laughs> you know, it's like I love books, and I love, you know, if I turned the computer around and you saw all the crap on that shelf, it, there's knickknacks and there's like little Pokemon things, and there's a, a, a music box. I mean, there's just like, there's just stuff. But I look over at it, and no matter what catches my eye, it is a reminder of something, right? It's just fun. Mm -hmm. um, so, oh, I love that nose. It's so funny. 
<laughs> I love finding weird things like that. I grew up watching the Adams family. And to me, anything that's weird or bizarre that you could put in your house just makes, I love it. It just makes me smile. So, all right. So we've got a journal, we've got a pen, we've got a leprechaun, and we've got a giant nose. <laughs> well, it seems like a complete episode to me. There you go. Right. All right. <laughs> So we do these episodes just because they're fun. And again, you know, we start these conversations and we never know where they're going to go. And we don't know what we're going to learn about each other or ourselves from having these conversations. And we never know what you're going to get out of it. So maybe, you know, you treat yourself to a writing implement or a journal or something that makes you feel good about writing. Maybe you pull something out of a box that was from a relative that is passed on or you haven't seen in a while. Or maybe you just find something silly in a store and you want to keep it around you because it makes you smile. All those are good things. Well, and it's also an opportunity. I mean, again, we've been friends for years. Kathy didn't know that about my pins, right? I didn't know about her leprechaun. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, it's another opportunity for you too. If you want to develop deeper connections with other people, right? Look at look at what they're wearing. Look at what they've got in their house. Ask, ask them about it, right? You know, hey, Kathy, I see that leprechaun. It's a really cool looking little leprechaun. Is there a story behind that? Mm -hmm. And you would have shared with me, right? And it's a way for me to get to know you better, um, to understand more about him. I and I would have loved, loved your grandma, right? Yeah. I mean, beautiful person. But I, I, I wouldn't know about that unless you actually shared, right? And a lot of times people won't share until you ask. So right. maybe, maybe just just start asking a little bit. I mean, don't be nosy. What was that? What was don't that term? A nebshits? A nebshits? Don't be a nebshits. <laughs> Just shit. One shit. Don't be a shit. Nebshit. Nebshit. Oh, nebshit. My okay. mother's favorite word. <laughs> Stop being a nebshit. I'm just picking up the thing that is sitting in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Words, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, but you know, it's one of those where, like you said, I mean, don't, you don't have to be nosy about it, but you can be curious. Sure. And when you do, you'll get to know people better and you'll develop those deeper connections as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, this was a fun one. Okay. Uh, I'm Kathy Groover. I can be reached at kathygroover.com. And I'm Jason Mefford. I can be reached at jasonmefford.com. Go out and have a great week. And we'll see you on the next episode of the Fire and Earth Podcast. See ya. See ya.